he'd not lost a single stone of his massive weight. Still the same florid face, the shoulders like giant hams, the big fleshy hands masterfully holding the reins, his thick legs tucked into his hugely shiny chestnut-coloured riding boots. Give him his due, he could ride. Impressive he was. His fine black horse, one of the biggest hunters you'd ever seen, took a very able rider to control him, and was still lively, even though he was sweating from his exercise. Professional politeness got her to her feet. Good morning, Lord Askew. Fine morning for a ride. Lord Askew swung down from the saddle, planted his great feet on the ground, and said, Made all the better for seeing you, my dear. How are we this morning? In fine fettle, I see. Oh, what a pleasant sight. You match the morning. Happy New Year to you. And to you, my lord. Zoe remembered to say what she knew would please him. I see Lady Mary had considerable success at Olympia. Indeed she did. Very proud of the gal I am. Not only galaxy, but constellation, too, did well. Thank God that Dan of yours spotted galaxy's problem. The downturn of Zoe's mouth at the mention of Dan's expertise amused him. Breakfasted this morning? Uh, no, I'm just waiting for Chris to finish his. Lord Askew's face lost its hail-fellow-well-met look. Call him out. It's what I pay him for. I most certainly shan't. He'll have already been up at least three hours, and he deserves to refuel. And for what I imagine you pay him... For all the hours he puts in, he's earned his break. Lord Askew, liking feisty women, said, Hmm, well, uh, you have breakfast with me then while you wait. He ran an expert eye over Zoe and mentally licked his lips. Thanks all the same, but no, I've lots to do. Good morning to you, my lord. She deliberately turned her back on him and went through the archway because she'd heard Chris's boots slurping along, almost beating a tattoo, as his boot heels bumped along the cobbled yard. Hi, Chris. Lead me to the offending cow. I'm in a mood for instant diagnosis. Glad about that. Because she has me foxed and not half. Happy New Year to you, and to you. They went companionably through into the largest of the cow buyers, and became lost in veterinary discussions, which were meat and drink to both of them. By the time Zoe left, Lord Askew was already back in the stable yard talking to Gavin, his head groom. Zoe waved to them both, calling out New Year greetings to Gavin, who sulkily acknowledged them. Obviously, Gavin was getting torn to pieces over something. Lord Askew touched the peak of his cap to her, and said nothing. How she'd hate to have him as her employer. Tied house, long hours, and an attitude that said you owed Lord Askew something for the privilege of working for him. One day, she'd have the most horrendous row with him. She knew she would. It was inevitable. Beulah Bank Farm next, and then along the cart track, which she used as a short cut to skirt past Magnum Percy to reach Pick's Farm. She enjoyed the drive to Beulah Bank, steep, twisting and very dangerous if it had snowed, and afterwards frozen over. 
but today the icy patches would only be where the trees had prevented the sun shining on the road. Zoe decided to call into the practice on the way with the sample she'd collected from the sick Guernsey at Lord Askew's, and a quick coffee wouldn't go amiss. She took them into the office to leave them with joy. Here we are. Samples to go off today, please. Joy glanced at the clock. It took a while there. Well, Chris had gone for his breakfast, so I had to wait. Zoe leaned over the desk and asked quietly, You didn't hear from Duncan for Christmas? How do you know I didn't? Light's gone out of your face again. That's how I know. Thought you might hear, you know, festive season and all that. Well, I didn't. Joy fidgeted with a pen on her desk. Primarily, it's all my fault, which doesn't help.